0: It's early in the morning, and I've finally been driven mad enough to start recording my thoughts on the matter. Truth is, even today, I refuse to believe. I know that sounds like madness on the face of it, but there's still no reason I can find to commit my heart and mind to anything which is not myself. So what if the cities are all cinders? So what if the sky is full of songs and blood? Am I supposed to crumble down onto my knees and accept these things as signs of ill behavior or whatever. Nonsense. To the man 2,000 years ago, the very device I recorded this on would be magic. To a hill of ants, my very mode of communication is so utterly refined and sophisticated it might as well have been born in the heavens. So these things are to me, to the rest of civilization. I might stomp my feet down on that anthill, and when the little red bugs scurry around and ask me with their antennas why I brought such senseless destruction upon them, I can just say because it was my will and nothing more. No, I I can say to them that their sufferings and the causes thereof are only legible for being so elevated as myself. I was there when the queen was first gestated. I know the mechanics of the aphid's digestional tract, do they no, and so I am a God to them, and they, my job, nothing more than technology, information being processed more efficiently and in greater quantities, projecting that information out on the universe with power, but nothing even bordering on morality, so I misspoke early when I said that I refused to believe truth is, I cannot all marvels I have ever seen, whether the joys of my childhood or the horrors of today, they played themselves out on the field of reality, and it was through the field of reality that I observed them. Perhaps the proverbial Son of God himself could descend from the heavens and mend the scratches in my shoulder with nothing more than a touch. Medical sciences would probably have perfected such a maneuver in the next eight years. It would not matter to me that the weeping man was telling the truth, for I would never be able to understand the truth. I could only understand what I see, and the paths that I, the things I see open forth in the future. And yet the angels continue to stalk me. I can see their horrid, empty visages peeking out from every corner, always just beyond the reasonable vicinity where I could run at them with a drain pipe and smash their skulls in. I know they are intelligent enough to understand my dilemma, for they seem as such when I have spoken to them. Of course, they could be nothing more than hollow echoes, recordings of once-intelligent beings implanted in sympathetic suits, but I have no information to support such a wild hypothesis, just like I have no and can have no evidence for the existence of this god. I can hear their song, I can see their carnage, that and nothing more they know this is what I think. Then why do they torment me so? They call me every morning to this far-off city, seemingly as though they expect me to find a way to get my body across the channel without drowning. And every day something goes wrong, my fellow pilgrims potting me in places I rather prefer to be left unscathed, the food turning rancid, my teeth hurting, and for what? I can ask the same of myself for when I stepped on the ant hill. I knew that I was only causing suffering to those little red things, and yet I still did it, just to watch them scramble around. That was it. Entertainment, maybe even a tool to bolster the poetic righteousness of my points. Perhaps the angels have kicked our ant high for the same reason. Another bully from on high picked on them, and so they seek to pick on us to knoll a tiny portion of their pain. At least the ants don't have anything to squash save the other ant colonies, and... That they do without thinking. As I wash off my fish gutting knife, I have to wonder how many converted that night. Must have been in the millions if there are millions left on this desolate ball of stone. It was, altogether, an impressive sight. Much more impressive than the vision of a giant foot stamping down on the earth. Just the sheer amount of blood. Even the most zealous of blood bank workers would have passed out in shock terrors of such power and, more frighteningly, specification. Well, we've been striving our hardest to achieve them, but to my knowledge, not a single team was close to anything of that magnitude. Perhaps Beta's tools could have drained the blood from one person in an area, maybe two, but that, of course, included the seasoning of their vital forces prior to the, you know, the attractor launch so as to... (sighs) Of course, this isn't a message from God or gods. It's far too petty. Listen to me. The most crucial aspect of Armageddon, the thing that nailed the coffin of human civilization, the blood vortexes, I can begin to explain them. Me, an idiot human, I can sort of explain them. That I should turn to this hellscape and say that now of all times is owned by the infinite. It's absurd. Don't look now. One of them is here just behind the live oak.